Welcome to the Wrestle Down, where every week two guys who don't really know each other talk about wrestling. Uh, my name is Jared Palapal, and this is Mars. Man, how are you? Pretty good. How you doing? Uh, you know, staying out of trouble. I, I, I think our listeners should be excited because um, as we uh, traveled through uh, the Valley of Darkness earlier this week, we heard the Undertaker's gongs, but both of us uh, survived <laughs> our terrible uh, colds and seasonable allergies uh, yeah. to get here. Yep, it's, yeah, uh, we both. Yeah, I, I was mostly in bed most of the, or at least half the week. Uh, but yeah, and you had your allergies, and it's... I'm yeah, I think it was like a Dorian Gray sort of thing because around Wednesday I went down and didn't <laughs> and didn't really come up until uh, well I had to go to, I had to go to my my part time job for the first time since March yeah uh, which used to be my full time job but that's how things are in the way of COVID and uh, um like I, it was so strange to like I had been in bed not feeling good for like so many days that that night before when I was on the video set and when I was at my, uh, was at the toy store, I felt like I was dreaming. Like I, I just, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Like that sort of like raw nerve that you get when you like, you know, the lights are really bright and like, uh, you hear everything and smell everything really, really, uh, acutely. Like it, it was, it was very strange, but today, uh, today I feel for better or worse, more like myself. Nice. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm feeling all right. I'm not like a uh, little tired, still a little sick, but it's fine. I'm definitely much better than I was before. Yeah. Um, so, what wrestling did you watch this week, if any? Because I know. Well, I, I did catch. I put on some comfort food. Um, okay. uh, I watched. It's a little old. Well, a lot older now. It's funny. Like time, time flies. Like these things seem like yesterday. But I watched. Um, Two of my favorite wrestling shows of all time. Okay. Um, I watched Heat Wave 98, I believe it is, by ECW, which is okay. a great card. Um, up and down. Um, probably one of the only cards that holds up to my memory, because yeah. um, you watch ECW now, and a lot of it, in my opinion, doesn't, doesn't hold up as much as it did. Right. Um, but I watched the best American imitation of a New Japan pro wrestling card. Uh, I watched Supercard of Honor 1. Um, Okay. Which I believe was 2006. And uh, if I had a way, I was thinking of you while I watched this, to show you this show in a vacuum where you yeah. didn't know that um, most of these people were on the main WWE roster or NXT or a bunch of other places, you wouldn't think for a minute that this was not a modern show. Like, Ring of Honor was always kind of state-of-the-art at the time, but, like, uh, this, for whatever reason, topped off by a incredible 45-minute main event by Roddy Strong and Brian Danielson. Um, I guess it was that era, yeah. Yeah, and uh, about 2005, I think it is, 2006. Yeah. And um, uh, but there's a my favorite match on it is a great women's uh, match um, that's highlighted among other athletes um, has uh, Allison Danger and Lacey in it. Um, okay. and it really reminds me of an all Japan nineties women match, like, uh, more so than a lot of the shimmer stuff that bled over in the ring of honor at the time, like really hard strikes, really great suplexes. It's a scramble match. So it's kind of just a clusterfuck, but like, yeah. like I, I, you know, I really liked it. Like I was, but my, my takeaway from it was that, um, um, how modern it felt it, it like, like how, how like new it felt, you know, despite 
crappy Ring of Honor production and like a, a right. litany of other problems that they had at the time. Like this show would have held up to you know what we watched uh, Full Gear last week. You know would have held up to any anything. It was great. A little long. Yeah. You know I guess the main event, which went forty five minutes, started after midnight. Um, but uh, you know I, I can't imagine anybody would be. You know, I think Roderick Strong and Brian Danielson chopped each other to their spines. Yes, like, yeah. Like, I've, it was, like, incredible. I I don't know if I've seen... I've definitely seen some R, uh, ROH-era Danielson-Strong mm-hmm. matches. Uh, I don't know if I've seen that one specifically, because I know they had mm-hmm. at least a few. Um, yeah. But <laughs> those guys work hard. <laughs> those guys mm-hmm. work stiff. It's, uh, it's something to see, especially for, you know, 45 minutes or an hour, however long they would go. Yeah, it was crazy. They had a, I, the one show, local show, they had a show in Connecticut that I missed. And that's when they did their famous kind of work shoot. Yeah. Um, where uh, it looked like Danielson put him in a real um, a real armbar yeah. and tapped him for real because of the chops. And then they were like spitting on each other and like getting pulled apart and everything. So um, I, I, I have to admit, I was um, taken up in nice. that at the time. Like I remember watching it at my, at my job like over and over again, trying to figure out where I could see <laughs> that that wasn't a real on bar or that they weren't really mad or, or anything, anything, right. um, you know, and then I bought into it and started to watch where I think things went wrong. <laughs> like I was really <laughs> like caught up, you know, like, um, uh, and it's one of those things where I, I think he talked about it in his book and I, I can't remember which way it went, but I'm almost positive. It was, it was all at work, but man, they, um, they had me cause they, yeah. their decorum fell completely apart and, um, but like I said, this could be a New Japan show. I, I do have a bit of a New Japan show uh, that I'll, I'll, I'll talk about, but what did you watch this week? Uh, this week I watched uh, just TJPW's uh, Wrestle Princess show from earlier this or earlier this month. It was their big WrestleMania show. A uh, lot of fun. A lot of fun show. I think uh, compared to, say, Stardom, they're much more character-driven. Mm-hmm. And so the ring quality is, uh, the ring work quality is a little bit lower, and it kind of there's dips and valleys that you wouldn't find in like, say a, a wrestle kingdom kind of show, like a, another company's biggest show of the year would not have that kind of uh, variation in quality, but it was overall a very good show. The main event was uh, Yuka Sakazaki, who you've probably seen in um, AEW before yep. COVID made him travel impossible. And right. uh, Mizuki who looks like Riho, but is probably a slightly better wrestler. And they like, they tore it up. Um, I showed a few friends this uh, a video I, I took from the match where uh, Mizuki did a double stomp from the top rope to the outside, and then she sold her ankle, and my friends were like, oh, is she okay? And I was like, oh, no, she's just selling because right. she got her leg stomped out like five seconds before that. I love that. I, I, love, I love the when, uh, when the magic trick works enough that like it, it gets people that don't, that don't know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, overall, good show, though. Like, there were some good uh, comedy bits, like a match where uh, the rules changed every time one of the wrestlers hit a buzzer on one of the um, <laughs> on one of the ring corners. That's so funny. Point, yeah, at one point, they would have to pin after uh, spinning on, like, a baseball bat, like, to make themselves dizzy. Um, mm-hmm. That's the only way to make the pins count after they did that five times. And That's just funny. watching the ref, like, in the background, counting like it was a, like a disqualification, like, one, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This would be a good time to ask you, because I, I think that um, 
some of our listeners might be interested. Yeah. What is Wrestle Princess's relationship with with DDT? Is it is it all? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. TJPW is the the name of the promotion, the Tokyo mm-hmm. Joshi Pro Wrestling. Okay, right, um, right, right. Yeah, they're own they're co owned by the same company, uh, Cyber Agent. I don't even know what they do necessarily. Um, besides own like DDT, Noah, and at least a couple other wrestling. Not for another six hours. <laughs> My cat's asking for food. Uh, <laughs> way <laughs> way ahead of schedule. Uh, I get it. Yeah. Six hours, buddy. Yeah. Um, so Cyber Agent owns DDT, TJPW, uh, Noah as of late last year. And, yeah. Um, I think they, Noah was left out to dry. I think WWE looked like that was a done deal. And I think that that Cyber Agent probably picked it up on the fact that they were they were metaphorically all packed up and ready ready to go and then got left at the station. Yeah, probably. It seems like, uh, yeah, at the time it seemed like uh, WWE thought that they could buy that and like stardom and start like NXT Japan, and then they were yeah they couldn't they couldn't do the stardom deal and stardom wound up being bought up by Bushi Road. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, all those companies are owned by this one uh, bigger company, and they are there's more crossover in between than there is with the New Japan and stardom relationship. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, like. Last year, uh, their the big DDT uh, Ultimate Party show, uh, they had matches from NOAA uh, wrestlers to JPW wrestlers, mm-hmm. DDT wrestlers. Just this insane six-hour show with like where they brought Kenny Omega and Riho back from America to you know wrestle right. a tag team match with each other. So a lot they they're fine with intergender wrestling. So. You can mix all, match all those throughout. Um, I think the president, the kayfabe, like president of DDT, showed up for one of the matches in TJBW to interfere or something. So cool. yeah, uh, that's the relationship between them. They're able to cross over a little bit while still being their own separate things, their own separate. That's that's awesome. That's the thing that's most exciting to me. When I was very young, um, there was like a block of wrestling that would get played on Saturday mornings um, for maybe a summer. It didn't last long. It was hosted and there was a, the anchor of it was like a Joe Pettacino show where he would like, it was like a new show almost. He talked about all the other wrestling like in the past, but the cool thing about it is that uh, Jim Crockett promotions in the AWA got together to make a super promotion. Yeah. Um, And it was awesome, but it it, it only lasted like, it, it went, three tapings and the other two tapings were the two promotions separately um, because like not everybody could get along. So like, I think that that's the future of wrestling because um, if you're going to swing for the fences and and unfortunately compete, even with AEW now, like, you know, being a big deal, like those television spots, even in a time of cord cutting are like on insurmountable obstacles for anyone else to like yeah. get by. Like you can't just accidentally stumble upon DDT flipping through the stations and whatever else. So you have to, you know, garner as many fan bases as you can. I would love it if they all New Japan, Ring of Honor, all those feds got together and had a champ, throw it on Okada or Kenny Omega, somebody that can go. Yeah. Or, I you know, mean. in a fantasy world, even like if you you know, with all those companies having enough money to get one of the bigger, you know, WWE iconic wrestlers that aren't actually under contract right now like uh, even for a short amount of time you know like you know 
never happened, but a Rocky Mavia or I think John Cena is not actually under like contract or whatever. And like have, you know, have get, get on it. But in lieu of not being able to do that, just put on a workhorse, Okada or Omega. Yeah. And, and then you have a, everybody's got a big pay-per-view match and you can start having a world title that means something. Again, you know, okay. like, I agree. I know it's uh it's interesting because there is a kind of loose association of Joshi promotions that are all like working together towards like, I think they they're gonna have a big show at some point. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, I don't remember. Which, I know like uh, maybe Akres and uh, Ice Ribbon, maybe and some others. I know Stardom uh, joins in, but they're not gonna be participating in the first show. And as okay. of like what I saw, the show was planned out to be like not interpromotional. It was just gonna be like say an Ice Ribbon match will happen with their wrestlers, and then another match from another promotion with you know. So it's like. It's like a, a mixtape of, of some VHSs that someone threw together. That's awesome. Uh, but it's still, yeah, it's still a cool idea, and hopefully, like, mm-hmm. I think they they're doing that partially because of you know all the like you know profits they probably lost from COVID and stuff. Right. Well, that that also like you know history shows that led to a giant um, you know the affiliation of all Japan women and mm-hmm. uh, the FMW women's division, and I forget what that third that other. Um, one that was neck and neck with all Japan women. That big boom in the '90s is what caused the first big Joshi boom. Yeah, you know, like all, if you watch most of those all Japan women like tapes that I got, had all those feds in it. You yeah. know, like they, so it was, it's hilarious, by the way. And I don't know uh, if if our, our viewers will see, but your uh, awesome special lady friend is behind you, and oh. um, yeah. uh, it keeps uh, her her uh, very nice. Uh, reddish blonde hair keeps coming over you so you keep having flowing locks <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time i've had flowing locks on my head in years <laughs> believe you me yeah. I, I i i my band often reminds me when i'm you know getting stuff ready for shows that when we first started playing i looked like uh uh like a sick christian slater uh <laughs> and, and and now i look like the bass player for uh for um clutch so it's uh like i've, I've got i've got a long way down yes but, uh, <laughs> we all but uh, yeah so it's you know like that's exciting uh, that gets me wanting to watch that stuff more because there's also if you if, if you look at the wrestling world as like you know uh, like if you made a pie chart i'm making a pie chart on my leg that nobody can see um <laughs> wwf still has like a hold even with letting a bunch of people go wwe i apologize of a lot of talent. Yeah. You know, so it's tough to make. I, I mean, like in another era of wrestling and I love them and maybe orange Cassidy, but I don't know that you would have had that orange Cassidy. Um, I want to call him Shard, but that's not his, his name for real. That orange Cassidy, uh, uh, whoever he fought in the beginning of full gear. Uh, my memory is terrible. Oh, um, right John, uh, Silver? John Silver match. Like, you know what I mean? Like on yeah. a big pay-per-view all the way up and down even though that was a great match, you know, that might've been, um, you know, not knocked off. It reminds me of like, I'm a big fan, even though everyone else hates it. Cause it's all worker guys of WCW in the early nineties, because like when I was a kid, I was like, I don't want to what, like, what's happened. Like, why is Brad Armstrong fighting yeah. like Ricky Morton right now? And now as an adult that I know what I'm, you know, I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, Brad Armstrong, Ricky yeah, Morton. Right. like, this is going to be like state of the art. Like, yeah, um, those those old those early WCW cards were like super shows in some way. Like you got a yeah. real diversity of like styles, but no one knew. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, they often roll out the uh, amazing tag team of PM News and Big Josh, but um, you know, like it, like uh, that's kind of what a lot of wrestling shows remind me of now. Because as great as a lot of these guys are, it's the last three matches that are like an old pay per view or super card now, and the last four matches in the beginning of it is like a, a an undercard, like a like a real undercard, right. as opposed to. You know, I'm sure it didn't change so much when we were growing up, like, uh, you know, on the WCW shows and the Attitude Era shows, every single one of those matches were, like, a big storyline with, like, something at stake, and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that. Um, yeah, I, I do, too. Yeah. Boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, overall, uh, yeah, I watched the, the TJPW show, which was uh, very good. I'd go, like, if I were to overall rate, I'd be, like, three and a half out of five. But like yeah. that main event was definitely worth finding, uh, and mm-hmm. also the tag team match before it, um, the tag titles match they had between, uh, God, I can't remember uh, the Barusa sisters and uh, mm, Mika, uh, Tatsumi and Miyu Watanabe, all very very impressive tag team. I think they've fought a few times, but this is a good iteration of that match. Sure. Um, now, how many titles does that fit have? Do they have like one top title or a tag title and a? Uh, one top title, tag titles, an international title, which Thunder Rosa had and then vacated. So they had a little mini tournament to crown okay. a champion for that. Um, I think that might be it for their titles uh, off the top of my head, though. That's totally. I mean, that's. I mean, I think that's appropriate. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. That's yeah, the, I think that's plenty. They're pretty small. Uh, the roster's pretty small, and they literally just lost like three wrestlers to start them. So, um, makes sense to not have a huge number of titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not like that, but they're all. Everyone gets the the DDT Heavyweight Championship at some point. So, um, yeah, uh, I watched that and the finals for Stardom's uh, Goddess uh, a Tag Team uh, Tournament which I like a lot better than the World Tag League. <laughs> mm. um, I think it's just because, like, the thing with the World Tag League for me uh, in New Japan is that it's always, like, they've got, like, four tag teams, really. Right. And then they pad out the rest with, like, another ten singles wrestlers, and then they pair them up with, like, international people that they take in for a month. Um, right. And there's no... It's not. It doesn't feel like real tag teams, but Stardom's got a big enough roster that they can have. Uh, what was it? it? Was like ten teams uh, doing you know block style uh, round robin uh, tournament. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a great month. Uh, they is a they do a good job with being. Uh, the thing I like about them is that there's a balance between being great in the ring and being uh, uh, a character driven kind of thing. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's fun to like see like oh what's going to happen with the happy go lucky face team uh goes up against the goths who like cheat all the time or whatever or like what happens when the the two uh international or the international uh uh women faction like goes up against itself because that's just how the tournament was laid out or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it led some very interesting matchups, some really great tag team wrestling all the way around. The finals match show was, uh, they knocked it out of the park. So I was very uh, excited for that one. The, um, 
I, I, I mentioned to you in our, in our private uh, chat that I'm, I think I'm going to break down and finally get stardom. Something happened, I can't remember, that caused, I'll double check that we don't, but caused my, my little uh, group of uh, streaming, uh, every, my old podcast, The Hossman, we all had, yep. were responsible for a couple of streaming services that we all shared. And something happened to make somebody stop, like, a, like, I don't want to say a political thing, but like a, uh, they felt like they were exploiting someone. Well, maybe that was the ice river thing. I don't remember off the ass, but there was some, something happened that we lost one of the uh, female uh, Joshi ones, and I'll have to check and see what started. Now that because did ice river have a streaming? I don't think so. Um, not specifically. Maybe they do. I I feel like I watch a lot of their stuff on YouTube though, which is yeah, probably yeah, yeah. of most of them. The um, oh, you're cutting in and out. Oh. Uh, you hear me? Yes, now I can. Okay. Um, it's funny that uh, let me just turn this off. Maybe that's doing something weird. Um, that you mentioned World Tag League because there's something that. I don't know that I've ever been able to articulate it, but it's bothered me about New Japan at this time of year. Uh, I feel like they resign themselves to having mediocre shows. I think so, too. How and much of the tag league uh, best of Super Juniors uh, were you able to watch? Were you able to fit- I watched uh, about three quarters of it, but I mean, okay. I mean, you, you summed it up. like uh, One of my big takeaways... What the- um, look at Team Tanahashi, right? Yeah. Which you didn't you didn't know, you know who that was going to be necessarily. Though a lot of people speculated correctly that it was it was Hanare. Right. and um, he looked like a million bucks. Yes, um, he looked incredible. I was like jacked and loved his comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, he, they had a second uh, a second bout of the tag league, third bout of the show against uh, someone who was billed as X yep. um, in uh, Great Con, who turned out to be Jeff Cobb, which, again, speculatory, like, that, that kind of... Uh, there, there was only those two options of, of who that could be, and once they could announce that it was Honore and Tanahashi, that it ended up being, like, Jeff Cobb. I almost wish it was the other way around. I almost wish that um, he was taking... Uh, Osprey was taking more disenfranchised... Yeah, athletes who like felt entitled because there's a great story there with like uh, uh, things keep happening for uh, him to not be like to keep missing his opportunities and COVID yeah. was the last one that kept him out of the uh, I don't know if he's in he was supposed to be in uh, King of All Japan uh, or the uh, New Japan Cup yep and um, like he looked like a quadrillion bucks but I don't care about that team yeah <laughs> I don't you know <laughs> yeah. He looks like he's in great shape. He's kept himself, you know, he's kept himself yeah. busy at the gym. Uh, I also, I don't think they have any hope of even contending for the tag team titles. No, and I have the feeling because of, you know, the fact that Tani is even in this is a little bit weird, right? Like, I have the feeling that they're going to, there'll be a lot of matches where his leg gets taken out. Yeah, especially the way this match ended. Yeah, and it's and it's like a one-man band uh, situation. So, like... Uh, I think he's there for like kind of a sneaky draw, uh, if you will, and, and not necessarily there for uh, 
I, I don't think he's gonna have a lot of work in this tournament. No, I think like it's gonna be a lot of Hinari taking the. Uh, Keaton has joined me. He is our show's mascot. Uh, hey, daddy. Hello, <laughs> bud. All right. Uh, yeah, I think he's gonna be taking a lot of the pins. Um, it's too bad because yeah. I think I do like the the pairing just because I think he can learn a lot from Tanahashi being yeah. out of them. You know, it's just like he's been like effectively a young lion the entire time I've been watching. Right. It feels like it feels like he's just been, you know, a guy that they slot in to do an opening match or the sixth man in a six man tag match. Sure. Like three or four years or whatever it's been. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, he reminds me of, we mentioned on one of the early shows, uh, pre Bruiser Brody gimmick Azuka. Yeah. Like, that guy was a young lion, and the only thing that changed about him is one day he started wearing, like, purplish pink trunks. Yeah. But he was still the other guy. Like, it was two young lions and a young lion and him for, like, ever. Like, he was still, or, or the guy in a six-man that would eat a pin. You know, like, so that's kind of what I thought. I, I, I'm wondering now that he had a gear change, didn't he, too, Hanari? He looked yeah. uh, differently, which I thought was cool. The thing that I didn't think was cool is that they've already altered uh, Khan's gimmick a little, a little bit, bit yeah 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 he didn't have quite as weird a walk to the ring as he did before right and he didn't like i loved when he did the kind of weird movement into like the bicycle kick and stuff and he didn't seem to have he just seemed like kind of like a wrestler in this match like right which i'm marketably disinterested another person in world tag league which i believe was the first yep the first juniors match of the night mm. uh i always say the young lions name wrong, but was a. Uh, uh, Yunara, uh, uh, Yumura? Yumura. Yeah. Yumura looked incredible. Uh, yeah. He looks like, he looks like he ate another Yumura and made it all yeah. muzzle. Like, it's ridiculous. I was positive that, um, I am disappointed with how good that, uh, that camel clutch looked that nobody pulled an audible and it didn't just end there because, like, I, <laughs> I, I was positive that. Yeah, that that hurt for real. Like I was so excited about that. Yeah, that was a good match. Like a good, yeah. like two young guys. I, I, he faced a <laughs> way to the Grandmaster Watto. Um, a gimmick that I'm still not sure. I still don't know if there's some more high concept idea that we're not getting because it's like a Japanese thing, or if it's just like he, it's just a cool look that he thought of and a name that he liked. I don't know. Uh, I like his. I love him in the ring. I it feels like it's like a Chinese Hong Kong gimmick, right? And yeah. I'm not positive that that's like, uh, not to cast aspersions, but I don't think that that's a very like marketable concept <laughs> in Japan in 2020. Yeah. Like, uh, so it just seems like a lot, but I mean, at the same way, like somebody has to be a mark of some sort because, um, though there's supposedly a uh, Yoki, a, a Japanese ghost that is similar to Khan's gimmick. Yeah. Like, that definitely looks like a. He definitely originally looked like a Gangchi, which is a hopping Chinese vampire. Right. So you know, like it's there, there has to be some somebody in there has to be a big Hong Kong movie mark because all this stuff is coming <laughs> coming to surface. And even Yoshihashi being like essentially the Monkey King. Yep. You know, like uh, back in you know in a, in a, his uh his his second evolution, like after it looked like they were going to do something with him when he beat Kenny Omega. Yeah, um, right. So, you know, I, I always find that really interesting, those kind of cross-gimmick uh, promotions. But that was a good match. The last match I saw, well, actually, I'm, I have on pause right now, the Dangerous Tekka's uh, match, okay. because I uh, 
was helping my special lady friend with trying to buy a car for a couple minutes. But um, okay. I'm psyched about Goto and Yoshi though. Like, yeah, that's a fun that's... match. I'm not going to spoil yeah. the end for you, but like, yeah. yeah, they they have some good chemistry, and I think it's interesting is that match. Uh, it's big. That match specifically is based around a lot of choking, uh, mm. which made me think that oh, maybe nobody wants to take any bumps in this match. Uh, <laughs> yeah, might be just taking these on so, but they do ramp up the intensity very well. It's uh, it's a they have good chemistry as a team. Dude, I'm, and both I'm, against I'm, like, dangerous trekkers. I don't I don't know like like those like uh, you know they didn't they haven't it's not their fault but the federation hasn't done anything to make Goto or Yoshihashi be no interesting to me over the past couple of years. But Yoshi over G one has me now. I'm I'm back and I'm excited for everything he does and. I was disappointed. I always wanted it to be Goto and uh, Ishii, uh, but it always ends up being Ishii and uh, Yano. Uh, uh, my Vietnam Yano. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and um, do you do, let me see if you do this. All right. Like all right. this is a silly thing I do. Any other wrestling I take is wrestling. Right. Yeah. When I have a problem with something that somebody does in New Japan, I start thinking of it like it's a real sport. Yeah. Like, which is a weird thing. I'm like, yeah, Yano, you know, I guess Yano is good for, like, some quick pins and, like, you know, like, that's a well-balanced team. He brings something, like, you know, I'm obviously just justifying, but uh, I didn't think um, – we're jumping all around. I'm sorry. I didn't think that that match was particularly great, but it was fast-moving. It was Yano and Ishii versus um, the Diamond of the Bullet Club, the Ricky Morton uh, – <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I like to call him Ricky Morton Jr. Um, who, by the way, do you ever, have you noticed that Jay White has taken a lot of his stuff, um, like a lot of his strikes and, and some of his other... Uh, Ricky um, Morton or Chase Owens? Chase Owens, no, not Ricky yeah. Morton, yeah. <laughs> um, he took that, that punching combo that Chase Owens does. I haven't um, noticed that before, but you're right, because I, I, it's been like... Quite a while. A year since I've seen Chase Owens yeah. wrestle, so it's like, yeah. Um, and I like, have not noticed. Yeah, and like I said to you, I was so happy to see Bad Luck Flaw. Yeah. Um, and he looked, he was fine. Um, he, he, he did what he did. Yeah. Um, I like, it was good having his first PR scene be with Yano, his first uh, with Yano because they have stuff that they do every time and it kind of got, you know, it, it was like a like comfort food. But um, I was a little disappointed in that match because Owens brought it, but like, I hate to say it, but like, talk about not wanting to take bumps. Ishii took a shoulder block. Yeah. Like, he got shot in the chest with a shotgun. Like, <laughs> he just laid there forever. Yeah. He, like, he essentially took that bump and then was gone for the rest of the match. It was like, right. the match was just blinking. You miss it. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, and it's so, I mean, the, the Umora uh, Wado one was as, as well. Um, the, and so was the, the Tanahashi Tenre yeah. versus, uh, Jeez, uh, that match went so fast, I can't even... Oh, it was versus uh, the Empire yeah. of Jeff Cobb and, and Khan. The first real match of the night, and it's a, it was a good match. I wish that, to put their best foot forward, it was Robbie Eagles and someone else. Uh, yeah, he fought, what, Doki? Doki doesn't, like... I don't know, I wanted to like Doki at first, because I like this story. Yeah. But, like, I, I'll tell you one thing. In G1 and in Best of Super Juniors or any tournament, like, when you're doing filler, yeah, like just make the match like a minute shorter or whatever. Or like you know, like but yeah. when you're like hit, you know, when you're like 
doing the heavy forearm on the back or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not. Yeah, I don't know. Doki, I liked it when he first showed up, and it was, like, a lot of brawling on the outside and cheating and yeah. stuff. And, like, yep. since then he's kind of just become uh, another wrestler who just has shorter matches than losing right. a lot. It's, like, weird. He's, he did have a really down nice... Katamura, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he had a he had a really nifty uh, reversal, uh, turning Eagles, uh, like, 450 into, like, some kind of sort of sort of a triangle hold. Right, right, right. We call it. Yeah, it, was, it was a cool move. Uh more of that, please. Is like, yeah, yeah. That was you're right. That's essentially the first match that got more than five minutes. His man, how, his his moves are good. His like yeah. set up and finishing moves are very interesting. But he's kind of like a video game wrestler in the sense where he, not in the derogatory term that some old people say, but like, yeah, there's a lot of like, just kind of like button mashing and punching and kicking to get <laughs> to those moves. There's not yeah. a lot of. That's a good way of putting it. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, after the match you're on, the uh, Goto uh, Yoshihashi Dangerous Trekkers match, they do do a 15 minute uh, like intermission like they normally mm-hmm. do. And I wonder if they do two intermissions because the show is really long. Yeah, it's like three and a half hours, which is mm-hmm. which would be a normal length show for New Japan uh, any other year, but it's much longer than normal. I don't know. Right. And they are mm-hmm. squeezing two tournaments into one show for this opening night of. Best Super Juniors and World Tag League. But uh, unless I'm missing something, like when I hit Dangerous Tekka's match, I felt like I had, like, on paper, I felt like I was halfway through both those blocks. So I, I didn't feel like at that rate anyway. We had 90 more minutes worth of wrestling. Right? I think it was like that happened like an hour in. I don't know. The last match I watched was uh, Taguchi versus Bushi. Was Bush- no, Desperado, sorry. Yep, um, yep, yep. You know what's funny is that, so what I do is uh, I go on cage match to get the, the like, to cut and paste the matches, but I have to f- fly through so I don't look at the car. And yeah. Like, uh, don't look at the results. And I noticed that cage match hadn't updated the tournaments together yet. Yeah. So they just have the um, the best of the Super Juniors. So I, I noticed that... Um, uh, that Desperado match and was excited about it because he really he showed me a lot over the last few years out of New Japan. And yeah, yeah, he's a lot of fun. The match is fun and Desperado is great. I really hope that he like he gets like a, a solid push once Did you know their schedule gets a little bit more normalized. Right. He's got to go up. Like I, I hope he doesn't lose his gimmick, but he's got to. He, you know, he's big. He's you know he should go up to heavyweight. What do you um? Did you ever see? Did you see the Matt Riddle? Desperado match that they had in Rev Pro. No, I've never seen that. It was really good. And Desperado looked like a quadrillion dollars. So. I yeah, I mean he's he's he is great. Um, yeah. He's definitely like the most underrated guy on the um, Super Juniors roster. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I was afraid. I think the quarantine might have saved him a little because I felt like he was because uh, uh, um, Dragon wasn't going to lose his mask, so I was afraid that they were heading towards a, a mass versus mass death match that you don't have the tip token. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and, and also you have giant heels on. So you're in tip. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think that, um, you know, he's so awesome. And uh, dragon Lee or dragon. What uh, I can't remember what they gave. His name seems so weird to me now. It's like, like you Lee now, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I didn't, I, I felt like he probably wasn't losing his mask. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, I'm glad that that never went down. But because um, I think that the, I think that gimmick and everything about it, like it would have 
Oh, uh, your audio cut out for a second. Okay, sorry. I don't know. It's yeah. so weird because I'm like, normally I'm in the basement in my dungeon, and right now I'm like leaning yeah. on the router. So I'm, I'm <laughs> I have no idea what the problem could be. But uh, I, I think that um, they could repackage Despy, mm-hmm. and he's a good enough worker that it might help. But yeah. I love that gimmick so much. I, I he's got a fantastic it. look. Yep. Yep, and every, everything else. Like, they leaned more into the Desperado thing somehow. But like, of all the guys that have, in that thing, people are hitting each other with, like, totally control. Like, kind of more is bringing a bottle of whiskey to the ring for no reason <laughs> other than to blow it in people's face and hit people with it. And yeah. Jokey has, like, a, like looks like a, a, a piece of scrap metal he took out of, like, the junkyard. Like, why right. isn't Desperado hitting people with guitars or, or, or something... <laughs> Or something in the guitar, a guitar case, or whatever, you know? Like, yeah, like, like that's his faction's thing. Yeah. So. yeah. Oof. But yeah. Um, so neither of us have finished the World Tag League show, but neither of us also love World Tag League. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm more excited because of things that I don't think they planned. Like, I yeah. mean, I guess they planned it, but, like, I'm excited for Yoshihashi Goto, you know? Yeah. That's a fun pairing, and I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not, but I mean, I don't know. Like, it's not their fault. I wish that they went for, and I understand they didn't because they were compacting it, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of great junior uh, guys in DDT and um, uh, in, in Big Japan or and All Japan that act, uh, you know, essentially as heavyweights there, but, you know, that's a that's a – blurry line in, in New Japan yeah. anyway. So Yeah, I mean, if, uh, Shingo, if Shingo can be a junior for like a year, yeah. uh, I think anyone can. Yeah, and even though there is this resurgence in the past like 10 years of big Haas guys uh, coming out of the Japanese indies and um, uh, uh, like the, the All Japan um, the Champions Carnival a couple of years ago was full of the one that Shingo was in, actually, yeah. was full of big, giant, you know, guys. Daisuke Sakamoto. And, um, you know, speaking of Haas guys, uh, did you hear that Zeus had contracted COVID earlier in the month? I did not hear that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was bummed out by that. He didn't. He wasn't going to miss a lot of shows, I guess, if, if, it, if everything shook out okay. But yeah. I haven't heard anything since I found that initial thing. So, yeah. Uh, if, if Zeus's mom is listening, please please tell him that we hope it gets better. Yes, yeah, is, <laughs> we do. Yeah, luckily when it seems it seems like when it hits these like athletes, they're you know they're prime you know life. Condition. Yeah, so, especially him. Yeah, so I think they they're generally fine. It's just it's unfortunate and scary, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, you know, there's there's guys that they could have pulled in for either World Tag League without being. I mean, granted, like you're crossing circles, if you will, but. Yeah, uh, Japan doesn't. Uh, what I hear about people I, that I know from Japan and what Japan is projecting are a little different. Um, so I feel like, um, you know, if they had the, the only reason they didn't do it is because they didn't want to. But it would have been so cool to have some of those guys yeah. uh, come in. Even like somebody like a, a, I, I would like to see like uh, Mikey Bennett or somebody. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, Mike Bennett. That's not his name. Speedball Bailey. Mike Bailey. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mike Bennett yeah, yeah. with uh, Maria Canales' wife. Right, right, right. right. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to see him in Best of the Super Junior. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, Mike Bailey, like, you know, I love all his stuff in 
PWG and DDT and like, you know, a few guys that I can think of that even like American guys, um, you know, but uh, like, you know, it would have been more interesting. Like it would have been, you know, just to have, I mean, because the one that was good, was it last year that was actually the first really great one in a while? Like, I didn't um, watch it last year, so I don't know. Yeah, so that one had Shingo and Will Ospreay still. Yep. Um, and um, uh, Robbie Eagles and El Fantasmo. And that one was great because it was like a lot of guys from all over. A lot of, yeah. lot of CMMO guys. Yeah, that's right. They have the CMML partnership that they could draw into in better times. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Because, yeah, it feels a lot like this – I mean, I I love wrestling tournaments, but yeah, this one at this point feels like they're just rearranging the deck chairs. You're like, yeah, well, I, sure. I guess Tanahashi and Inari can team up against you know Goto and and Yoshihashi, whatever. Right. Yeah, it's 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 I don't know, like, and it's it's harkens back to what we spoke about before. Like, it it's not even like when I first got into new Japan and didn't understand everything they were saying, and was only seen it in tapes. So everything was staggered. Yeah. Stuff like that wasn't as noticeable, but this right. is, I mean, the super juniors in world tag league, which are usually not together, but on top of each other are, uh, and then there's the super junior tag thing too. Yep. That's literally, uh, a summer to January with taking off, uh, what's the usually the October show? Is that uh, King of New Japan? Uh, King of Pro Wrestling, yeah. King of Pro Wrestling, yeah. Um, you know, they have that one show, which is usually a fun show, but like they'll set it up in like tag team matches and undercard stuff. Yep. But from the end of the G1 in August to January, everybody is like sitting around on their ass. You know what I mean? Like you right. have one... One person beat the champion maybe in G1, so you have that match to get rid of, but get make happen, and, and it's good. But, like, you're literally talking about one night's work if you have your working boots on yep. versus, um, you know, that's four months almost, like, by the yeah. time you get to Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I kind of think, like, I, I've always praised the way they do their calendar because it's usually, like, a big show, and then, like, the juniors have a month to work it. Yeah. Very little work for the heavyweights. Then the heavyweights do like the New Japan Cup, and the juniors are undercard opening match right. events. And then they kind of switch off, and everyone seems to get time off to rest, travel yep. to do shows in England or whatever they want to do, mm-hmm. come back for the for Dominion and uh, Power Struggle or whatever. And it's just like a nice balance. But right now, it's just like everything's happening at once, and it's both kind of too much content, and also it's like. I, we've seen everybody fight everybody like three or four times at this point. Yeah, no, and I agree. And, and that's the problem with the, you know, the fact the restrictions of the roster. Yeah. I'm curious. Another thing that struck me today that I wanted to wrap with you a little bit about what happens uh, the day after New Year's Dash. Because normally there's a week off and yep. then you get Phantasmomania. Like, what are we going to do? Are we just not, is nothing like like, what's going to happen this year? Like, I don't know. Maybe they'll just run some like road to, um, whatever. What's the, uh, new beginning. Just a bunch of, it'll do extra road to new beginning shows. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Or maybe they'll, I mean, I like new beginning fine, but it's never like the, the, the best. 
Yeah. Uh, the best show. I think, I believe the Shibata Okada match was a new beginning main event, but I could be wrong about that. I think, I mean, I, no, what he won New Japan Cup, so it had yes. to be later. I was there for that uh, that show. No kidding. Yeah, I wow. like. I went to. So jealous. I went on a vacation in Japan uh, and like timed it out with like I went with my sister who doesn't watch wrestling at all, and I was like, let's go there. And then uh, the one thing I want to do is catch a New Japan show, and we're there for ten days. I want that one day, and you plan the other nine, like whatever yep. the hell you want to do. We'll go to all the shrines. We'll mm-hmm. go see the touristy robot show they have, whatever. Uh, and then we'll go to New Japan. Uh, we went to Tokyo, and apparently it was in uh, Nagaoka, which was apparently a fucking day's worth of travel. Yeah. <laughs> had no idea that we'd have to take a bullet train there. But yeah, uh, that's the one New Japan show I've seen live. It was the, it was the New Japan Cup finals with uh, Shibata and Bad Luck Fale in the finals. That's awesome. They they actually ran in my backyard. Well, in our backyard. I, I keep forgetting your local too. Um, uh, I didn't go to that Lowell show oh, that they had. I did go to that one actually. Now that yeah, they um, and I didn't do any. I wanted to go to the New York and ECW Arena one. Uh, oh, I if know. For no other reason, when I I worked for, uh, I wrote for a kind of mini major indie, and um, I spent a lot of time at the corner of Swanson and, and Rittner in oh. South Philadelphia, and uh, uh, I've heard it's like a new world down there yeah. now. Like nice. uh, when I, when I was in the old ECW arena, mm. uh, one of my jobs was also kind of gopher. So if somebody wanted, uh, I would literally by the by like the end of like their big three night event, tell people I wasn't going to go to Boston Market because I had to go <laughs> up a whole block down, and that just like. Like, if somebody wanted Burger King, I'd run out of the back door of the ECW arena and into the front door of the Burger King, and that was as much of, like, being <laughs> out in the open. And I lived in uh, Main South of Worcester for years and years, so I'm not a, a hayseed or, or not used to it, but that area was, like, Mad Max. Yeah. There. So, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I wanted to go to one of those shows. I did. I was lucky enough to see uh, one, two of my best pro wrestling experiences on um, my friend Jake and my friend Ledger, uh, I just had to pay for my travel, gifted me. Um, and we also did a contest on my old uh, pop culture podcast. Well, it still exists, but the pop culture podcast, I'm not on anymore, Trick or Tree Radio. Mm-hmm. We gave a local person a set of tickets as well. We went to um, uh, Strong Style. Uh, I don't remember the first, the G1 specials, whatever the first. Oh, yeah, uh, Long Beach shows were okay. They had yeah, the yeah. U.S. title tournament, and those were those U.S. title tournament matches were incredible to see. Live. Yeah, I would love to have seen those live. Yeah, and uh, I also went and saw their show that they did at the Cow Palace in San Francisco. Oh, nice! Um, and that was a that was a fun show, um, with the exception of uh, the fact that we almost lost the ticking time bomb. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. To, to like a crazy dragon lead move. That was one. That was maybe. Uh, the scariest thing that I've seen at a wrestling show. Yeah. Um, and on that wrestling show, I put it on our, our Facebook page. We should talk about that later. Um, uh, Kenny Omega suplexed Cody off of uh, the one of the biggest damn ladders that I've ever seen. Yeah, so, I remember that. Uh, yeah, so, like, I, I, I still, though, that is a bucket list thing. There aren't very many. Uh, I'd like to have it happen in Corrigan, but, but wherever. But there aren't very many wrestling venues that I've been to MSG 
Uh, I've been to the Hammerstein ballroom and the, whatever the other, uh, the big room is downstairs. Uh, they closed, they tore down the world-class sportatorium. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, I've been to uh, our music played as ent- my band's music played as entrance music for wrestlers in the old ECW arena. So that's, that's probably crazy. the height of my, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. of my like nerdy fandom. And, um, uh, but I think seeing a, a real live, you know, New Japan show, and not even doesn't even have to be like a Wrestle Kingdom or um, yeah. a G. Uh, I'd love a G. Uh, I don't think I could see a G One card because I'm neurotic. I would have to go see them all, and I know I can <laughs> back and forth. Yeah. But like, um, you know, like I was. That's my. That's I think that's my last bucket list thing, uh, especially since they closed down the VFW hall that Pro Wrestling Gorilla ran in forever. I really right wanted to go there but trying to get tickets to that you had to make a deal with the devil it seems like so yes yeah i know um yeah my i definitely if i I, whenever i can like go back to japan my hope is to do it like a time it right so i can see the at least the a and b block finals for the g1 yeah that would be like my bucket list thing to like hopefully right Uh, it's really sexy now that they do two to three night stands too right like it kind of it makes it like appealing that you'll get to see a, a great deal of, of wrestling, you know? Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, not much to cover this week. So I think we can wrap it up here, but we can talk yeah. about, uh, you did the legwork in making us a Facebook page that everyone can go and like. Uh, well, you know, I try to do my best because you're, you know, you're, you're the talent here, my friend. I, I, I understand my role oh, as the, uh, the that's Hoop Gibson true. or Marty Gennetti to your, uh, to your <laughs> Shawn Michaels. So, um, you know, I, I try to do what I can, but I started a, a we started a Facebook group. Yes, um, it's the Wrestle Down, and um, we also started an Instagram page. Um, uh, it, which geez, I forgot what our Instagram page is called. I had to call it <laughs> not the Wrestle Down. Um, I looked that up. If I I don't think you told me about the the Instagram page, or maybe I forgot. I'm. Well, I think I I inundated you with a lot of links at the same time. Yeah, and I was like trying, I was like in and out of naps the entire time. (laughs) So our Instagram page is called the uh, Wrestle Down Podcast. Okay, Um, yep, I got it. And um, you can also email us now if you are so inclined uh, to ask us any questions, to tell me to shut up, uh, to hear (laughs) us, uh, tell us what you maybe want to hear us talk about. Um, or ask us something that, um, you know, we don't, we could talk for five hours, but we only have a few hours. Uh, you know, we only, we only want to give you guys some, uh, some bite-sized chunks of our wrestling love. So yeah. if there's something you'd like us to cover or something that you're curious what we think about, um, give us a, a, a hit at, um, wrestle down for life at, uh, gmail.com. And that's life L Y F E, uh, yep. spelled correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, properly yep i'm glad you i'm glad you saw it and appreciated that right hmm, that's weird i'm gonna have to look it up because it's saying that i couldn't find the google account i'm just trying to log in right now uh, um, just in case but do, watch uh, I, I probably gave it wrong uh no it's fine me. yeah but we'll put it in the in the um i'm gonna in, put it in, in the, the post credit part of the video thing so that we everything can be collected and nice uh and yeah it is it's four with a four and it yep. actually oh you know what happened it changed it. So as anyone who set up a Google account knows that if, if something, somebody had it, so it changed it to like spelled improperly with an F. Uh, uh, 
So it's for the number four life at gmail.com. Wrestle down for life. Okay. Stupid Google. Uh, they don't know. They don't know how it is. <laughs> how to be streets. <laughs> um, I almost gave out password by accident, which no. I didn't want to do. <laughs> don't want to do but, that. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to. Uh, we're still trying to figure out a format, and things have been. Uh, uh, my my delusions of movie star grandeur have been really uh, busy lately. So I, I think that this week maybe we'll talk and we'll figure out uh, a, a little tighter format or something. But I want to know and. and I know I speak for both of us, what you guys want us to talk about. So, yeah. um, you know, please uh, hit us up and, and tell us what's what. Definitely. Uh, would love that. Love to get emails, follow us on Instagram. Um, I'll try to get on there and uh, uh, post some things too. And yeah, um, I'm Jared you- Palopoli. You can find me on Twitter, uh, twitter.com swing dingling. You can find Mars at, uh, he's got a Facebook page of his own uh, for Dynamo Mars. And yeah. Follow the Deadites on uh, all at the Deadites. Um, that's where I do a lot of my like streaming and stuff when I do do uh, streaming. Um, and I, I, think that, I think it's oh, I'm sorry if I may apologize. Go look up uh, Danger Meows. Uh, I had a book that dropped this week, and uh, we're having website problems, so I haven't been like really uh, as as you can probably guess. I get I get a better. It's for a benefit, and the person who the it benefits gets a better bite of the money if they buy it directly from us. So. Um, but it is available on Amazon. I uh, look up my uh, publishing company, uh, Danger Meows, um, and because uh, you know, of course, we, we are both cat lovers, <laughs> and um, also um, you know, keep an eye out for the first anthology we put out, VHS Nightmares. Uh, VHS Nightmares is a love letter to your mom and pop video store of the '80s and '90s, and, and my writing prompt to all these incredible writers, where you walk into your favorite video store. You pick a new horror movie you've never seen before off the shelf, and your story is that hard. Nice. So, um, you know, thank you so much, and uh, you know, we dig talking to you. Yeah. And thank you again for you know, this is my favorite day at time of the week. So, thank you again. Same, for having same. Me. Thank you for listening yeah. to the Wrestle Down. Have a good week. Wrestle Down.